look at that, Klaus said, and pointed towards the figure. It was drawing closer and closer, and the children could see a few details. It was about the size of an adult, except its head was tall and rather square. What do you think it is? Violet asked. I don't know, Klaus said, squinting at it. But it seems to be moving right towards us. We're alone on the beach, Violet said, a little nervously. There's nobody else it could be moving toward. She felt the slender, smooth stone in her left hand, which she'd been about to try to skip as far as she could. She had a sudden thought to throw it at the figure because it seemed so frightening. It only seemed scary, Klaus said, as if reading his sister's thoughts, because of all the mist. This was true. As the figure reached them, the children saw with relief that it was not anybody frightening at all, but somebody they knew, Mr. Pope. Mr. Poe was a friend of Mr. and Mrs. Baudelaire, whom the children had met many times at dinner parties. One of the things Violet, Klaus and Sonny really liked about their parents was that they didn't send their children away when they had company over, but allowed them to join the adults at the dinner table and participate in the conversation as long as they helped clear the table. The children remembered Mr. Poe because he always had a cold and was constantly excusing himself from the table to have a fit of the coughing in the next room. Mr. Poe took off his top hat, which had made him, which had made his head look large and square in the fog, and stood for a moment, coughing loudly into a white handkerchief. Violet and Klaus moved forward to shake his hand and say, how do you do? How do you do? said Violet. How do you do? said Klaus. Order you, said Sonny. Fine, thank you, said Mr. Poe, but he looked very sad. For a few seconds, nobody said anything and the children wondered what Mr. Poe was doing there at Granny Beach, when he should have been at the bank in the city where he worked. He was not dressed for the beach. It's a nice day, Violet said finally, making conversation. Sonny made a noise that sounded like an angry bird, and Klaus picked her up and held her. Yes, it is a nice day, Mr. Poe said absently, staring out at the empty beach. I'm afraid I have some very bad news for you children. The three Baudelaire siblings looked at him, Violet, with some embarrassment, felt the stone in her left hand and was glad she'd not thrown it at Mr. Poe. Your parents, Mr. Poe said, have perished in this terrible fire. The children didn't say anything. They perished, Mr. Poe said, in a fire that destroyed the entire house. I'm very, very sorry to tell you this, my dears. Violet took her eyes off Mr. Poe and stared out at the ocean. Mr. Poe had never called the Baudelaire children my dears before. She understood the words he was saying, though, he must, but thought he must be joking, playing a terrible joke on her and her brother and sister. Perished, Mr. Poe said, means killed. We know that what the word perished means, Klaus said crossly. He did, not, he did know what the word perished meant, but he was still having trouble understanding exactly what it was what Mr. Poe had said. It seemed to him Mr. Poe must somehow have misspoken. The fire department arrived, of course, Mr. Poe said, but they were too late. The entire house was engulfed in fire. It burned to the ground. Klaus pictured all the books in the library going up in flames. Now he'd never read all of them. Mr. Poe coughed several times into his handkerchief before continuing. I was sent to retrieve you here and to take you to my home where you'll stay for some time while we figure things out. I'm the executioner of your parents' estate. That means I will be handling their enormous fortune and figuring out where your where you children will go. When Violet comes of age, the fortune will be yours. 
but the bank will take charge of it until you're old enough. Although he said he was the executor, Violet felt like Mr. Poe was executioner. He had simply walked down to the beach to them and changed their lives forever. Come with me, Mr. Poe said, and held out his hand. In order to take it, Violet had to drop the stone she was holding. Klaus took Violet's hand and Sonny took Klaus and Sonny took Klaus's other hand, and in that manner the three Baudelaire children, the Baudelaire orphans, now were led away from the beat and from their previous life.